There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our favorite time of the week. It's when we get to shout out our dear, dear patrons. Um, thank you so much to people who have joined this week. Um, first up, we have our champions for actors' rights, Anitra Gates and Natalie. Thank you for joining the movement. Um, next up, we have our vessel heads, Kay Clays and Becca Watson. We love you guys. We appreciate you. Thank you for everything you do. <laughs> I feel like you become like a sports announcer, like every time. It's our favorite time, like a boxing uh, <laughs> announcer. I don't know how to do it any other way. <laughs> and next up, we have our other favorite group of people, which is the newest, I can't keep it up, the newest members of Tony fucking Collette's inner circle. They just had to get in on this inner circle action, and we're so glad to see them here. We've got mm -hmm. Audrey Flagel, Alyssa Delgado, Andrew Panzanella, Judith, Shelby H., Shelly Wynn, Ethan Odegaard, Brianna Vecchia, Lindsay, and Sarah Chang. Wow, that is a lot of fucking cool people and a lot of names, many of which I probably got wrong. You know how it is. So many names. So many people. So many names. What a gift to be given so many names to oh. say. Thank you all. And again, hit us up if you want your name said again correctly, because, you know, you deserve <laughs> we'll it. Do it. And we'll we love you. It. We love you. Um, we also have some upgrades this week. Oh, which my is God. very exciting. Some people have upgraded to the inner circle. They know that it's the best, the best circle you can be in. Um, so this week we have Jackie Elder, Heather Turner, Aaron Dix, Dix, great to see you again, and <laughs> Alyssa Lamott. So thank you guys. Thank you so much for letting Henley shout out <laughs> Dixon Cox Unite again. Look, we like what we like and... We're really mature. We have mature we're sense grown adults who definitely feel their mental best in this exact we feel moment. so mentally fit right Oh my God, now. I've never felt more <sighs> uh, mentally Tom. acute. Um, mm -hmm. Patrons, we love you. Thank you so much for all your support. If anybody else wants to get in on this sweet, sweet Patreon action, get in that inner circle, get aboard the boat, mm -hmm. champion the rights, um, go to patreon.com slash podcast. And just get on board. We would love to have you. And we've got all sorts of fun stuff for you, we hope. Um, that's the goal anyway. And with that said, here's another episode. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I'm too scared to watch scary movies. 
I'm Henley, and I am also too scared to watch scary movies. And this week, we don't have Sammy! <laughs> we don't have Sammy. It's weird. <laughs> Listeners, if you're here for the first time, normally we're joined by Sammy, our dear friend and third host, who loves to watch scary movies and tells us what happens in them. And that's usually... we need. I mean, we need her. That's how this all began. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's just very busy and important and is working... Hard in Washington, as she's mentioned before. So she's going to be out. Washington State, not Washington, D.C. For anyone who thinks that they accidentally tuned into a political podcast. (laughs) Oh, you did not. Oh, my gosh. You did not. Um, We. Yeah, man. Oh, boy. Um, So Sammy, Sammy's not here today. Unfortunately, I know. Please don't turn it off. I know Sammy's. Our That's um, the main reason you guys we, tuned in. We know that you're here for Sammy, but please, we'll try our best. Um, <laughs> oh goodness, Hen, the, hey, what's up with us this week? <laughs> yeah, this is this is the part of the podcast where we ask each other what we've been up to, and I am pretty confident we've been up to the exact same thing in completely different pretty locations. Confident. Yeah, which is um, just absolutely fanatically refreshing our browsers to see what the election results yep. are. We're recording this at on Thursday at 6.50 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and as of right now, we are still waiting for the final results to come in. Um, looks like Biden, you know, Biden's ahead. Math is working in his favor. We think, you know, he's going to pull through. But nonetheless, it is alarming how close this fucking election is and really disappointing, really disappointing and taking fucking forever to find out, which we knew might be might be what happened. But nonetheless, Mm -hmm. it fucking sucks for it to be taking this long. It really does. It sucks in a lot of ways and for a lot of reasons. Um, We all know. I mean, my God. I promise this isn't a political podcast. <laughs> Too late. It, it is now. Um, it's not a political <laughs> podcast. And hopefully by the time you're listening to this, you're like, oh, everything's fine now. We feel great. Um, really, so many things are bad. And I guess you have to really see it to be able to reckon with it. And it is another slap in the face of a reminder of like, oh, right. No, things are very bad. Like, he, I think again, Biden's going to win. He's going to pull through. That is better in so many ways and for so many reasons. Um most especially in this moment for the pandemic and climate, um, which need to get back on track desperately. But hey, there's a lot of shit that's still really ugly and really, really broken and disgusting about our country. And we cannot hide from that. No, we cannot hide from that. And it won't go away no matter who the president is. No, it's so so disheartening to know that there are so many people who you know, went through four years with this president, has seen the way that he's reacted to so many things that have happened, has has seen the way he's handled the pandemic, has seen the way he's handled Black Lives Matter, and are still supporting him. And it's just really, really disappointing. You know, there is a, a huge part of me that was really wanting it to just be a fucking landslide and just a really strong yeah. repudiation of Trump. And that didn't happen. And that no matter what is just really disappointing, I'd say. Yeah, it's it's really disappointing uh, to say the fucking least. Um, <laughs> and 
Um, boy, oh boy. I don't think we're on track for any huge um, structural changes to happen, unfortunately, because it looks like the Senate's going to stay Republican. Although some news that I think just came through is that there's probably going to be a runoff in Georgia for the two senators there, <gasps> which both. might mean, yeah, That's so great. that, that, that might mean there's a chance for us to flip the Senate blue, which would be fucking awesome. So if you live in Georgia, pay attention to those races, get your friends involved, get your family I involved. The date I saw this could be misinformation. We don't fact check January 5th, I think is that January 5th. Election. Also, this also I read this like literally minutes before we started recording. Ooh. So hopefully yeah, I thought it was is... just the one and but they didn't know about the second and that rules. Honestly, and I hope this doesn't offend any Georgians who listen. Some of my very favorite people are from Georgia, but and who would have thought? I'm from Florida, and I'm fucking disgusted by Florida. I can't believe – I mean, I can believe, but I'm so devastated that they went as hard for Trump as they did. And Georgia, fucking hell yes. Way to pull through. I don't know which way you're going to go yet, but the fact that Georgia is, like, up for grabs right now, fucking rules. It's fucking – And is very surprising. It's all because of Stacey Abrams. Like, she just is – She's amazing. I love Stacey Abrams. God, she is fucking cool. Guys, she is so cool. We're gonna. This is a political podcast now. <laughs> okay, we're gonna sorry. get to the episode. We're it's just like now. I mean, if you're in America, you get it. This is this is all we have been able to think about. Um, it's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. What is happening right mm-hmm. now? Um, but you know what else is a huge deal? <laughs> It's not a great segue, but you know what? No, okay. Here's a huge deal. I watched the movie this week because Sammy is is gone. And Emily, honestly, you are just taking up like the new spot for resident brave person. Oh my god! Because it's I. You were just talking about how you know around Halloween you watched three horror movies in one week. Like, who are you? You don't. I wouldn't. You wouldn't even recognize I wouldn't yourself. Even recognize this from, podcast has changed me for the better. It's changed. That's you. what we on the podcast called growth. Um, and if anybody else mm-hmm. wants to call it that, they can. We call it growth <laughs> here. Um, I, this week, I will say the movie wasn't all that scary. And it is one I've seen before and was just very excited to do on the podcast. And I cannot wait to tell you about it, Henley. This week's movie is Attack the Block. Um, it came out in 2011. It is written and directed by Joe Cornish. And it stars John Boyega, Jodie Whittaker, Alex Esmail, Leon Jones, Franz Drama, Simon Howard, Luke Treadaway, Nick Frost, and Jermaine Hunter. Uh, kind of an ensemble okay. cast situation. So lots and lots of people. Um, it's so fucking good. Listeners, it's really not that scary. I would classify it more as an action movie with like some creature horror. Um, but it's like mm. a few jump scare, it, like some some gore. But it's mainly just a fucking blast. Um, I love action movies, though, as listeners may know. I don't know if I've talked in depth about my love for um, Tom Cruise on this podcast, but I love a good action movie. Um, (laughs) God, this movie is so fun. And it's been a while since I've seen it. And it has a lot of really great social commentary and like felt so poignant in this moment. Um, Mm. Oh, it's good. Oh, which speaking of, we should move into the trivia section because you have some fucking good trivia. I texted about earlier this movie. on our thread saying, get ready, I'm gonna read every piece of trivia that is listed on our favorite place <laughs> oh, hell and yeah. trivia for this movie because <laughs> it's really good. It's really, really cool. 
Welcome to Cocktail Hour. And I'm officially done with that. I'm so sorry that there's more to come in this episode. Here's a drink that might help you get through it. This week's cocktail is a black velvet, a classic British cocktail made with equal parts Guinness and champagne. You will slowly pour three and a half ounces of Guinness stout into a chilled flute glass, top with your champagne and gently stir. That's all you need. So go ahead and get that drink. And I apologize in advance for more of my very bad British accent. Cheers. Okay, first, I'll start off with the bummer of a trivia, which is I'm going to give us some numbers. Uh, the budget um, was eight million pounds. It's a British movie, and it listed this in pounds. And of course, I didn't do any further research to like convert that because why would I? Um, why would you? Eight million pounds. It made at the box office four million pounds. So it oh, definitely lost. Um, that, is, that is, you hate you to hate see, to it. see Most, it. That is a. Most of the time we're doing movies that really, really out, you know, yeah. outperform. And honestly, considering how great this movie looks, that budget is wild. And they and it's like they used almost entirely practical effects. It's like they it's an amazingly well done movie um, on that budget, which honestly is, is pretty low. Um, mm. But yeah, it's a bummer that it didn't make more. It's very, very good. Has, as I have mentioned, um, you can stream it on Amazon Prime. Um, but I think part of that too is that it was like, it's a, it's all teenagers for the most part. And it was a lot of unknowns at the time. Um, so like, you know, John Boyega is now a huge name, an amazing actor. Um, I think this was his first thing. And he found out about this film. This is one of my trivias from an ad placed online. Can you believe that? How does that fucking really? happen? It's crazy. Um, That's so cool. That's too bad it didn't do better. I know. And that would be such a good story. Jodie Whittaker, um, I, I did not know this because I don't watch the show, but um, is the female Doctor Who. The first female oh. Doctor Who. So she's a huge deal now. But again, at the time, I think that they were just sort of beginning their careers. Um, the accents are so great. Um, it takes place in South London and it's like really like British, like kind of like, you know, anyway. Um, <laughs> That's fun. Um, that was so good. Thank you so much. Um, so the here's my trivia. I have a, a lot of it. Um, so okay. Joe Cornish, the writer and director, interviewed various kids in youth groups in order to find out what weapons they would use in an alien invasion. So that's how he got Whoa. his idea. He like literally did a lot of research with teens. Um, I love that. Yeah. And a lot of the lines from those focus groups went like directly into the script. Um which is cool. They had they had asked a girl, what would you think of this creature if you found it? I guess they had an image of it. And she said, I wouldn't touch it. Don't want to get chlamydia. Um, and that line is, is in the movie, Classic. which is great. Um, uh, they did use uh, practical effects, like I said, and CGI only when absolutely necessary. So the aliens are, are actors in suits, which is really impressive. They have these, like, glow-in-the-dark teeth, which sounds wild, but is fucking cool. And that was, like, a real practical effect is, like, they had these glow-fucking-teeth. Um, cool. Which is so cool. And and helped these, like, n- very new young actors, I think, really make the most of their performances because they were at, really in the space with these creatures. Um mm. Right. Just very They're not cool. going on like a green screen or someone and it's not a Beauty and the Beast situation. It's not a Beauty and the <laughs> Beast situation. 
Um, not a Beauty and the Beast situation. For those of you who don't know, just uh, do a little do a little googling. Do a little, I think we have on, um, uh, posted. Have we you have posted, posted that on, on the- our Twitter? I think you you posted. I think I did put it on Twitter. our Twitter. Check our Twitter <laughs> at yeah. TSW Podcast um, for my favorite internet picture of all time. Um, one other trivia. My favorite thing. Uh, it's just pure coincidence. The movie takes place on Guy Fox Night, which is a British thing that I didn't research, but it is like a holiday of sorts. I don't know. Um, sorry, British mm-hmm. listeners. Tell me what, how I'm wrong. Um, which is the 5th of November, which is today. Henley and I are recording on the 5th of November, and I just thought that was really freaking cool. What are the freaking are the odds, freaking man? Odds. Um, and then, so it's, it's a, it's like a group of teens who have, as we said, weapons for this alien invasion. Um, but the director was very keen that only high hats, which is one of the characters, um, only high hats used guns. He's the genuine villain mm. and the only villain. He is the only guy who shoots anyone. If I put hand, if I put guns mm. in hands of other characters, it would become a whole different film, which I thought was really cool. I love that. Um, yeah, let's get guns out of our movies and out of the as hands much of as teens, possible. You know, let's definitely. I mean, that's that's let's, let's prioritize <laughs> let's that. Prioritize I guess, that. We're getting them out of movies. Um, well, both uh, <laughs> teens and movies. We get it. Um, so, my goodness gracious, Henley, are you ready to watch this? Oh trailer? my god, I'm so excited to watch this trailer. I feel like I'm not going to be too scared. You're not going to be too scared. And I will say, some we have we have a lot of debate between the three of us about watching trailers before hearing about the movies. Henley, you in mm-hmm. particular do not like to watch the trailer. No, don't I don't want to know too much. I don't want to know too much. This is a much. good trailer I watched earlier and I think that this is a movie where it is helpful to watch the trailer first because it, it really helps convey the tone of the movie and um, you get to see what the creatures look like which I think is, is going to be helpful for hearing about them. Ooh, um, I'm excited. So let's do it. Believe it when I landed in the wrong place, though you get me the wrong place. <laughs> well, done, lads, you discovered a species hitherto unknown to science. He kicked his head in. <laughs> Yo, check it. More. More what? Them things. Lovely fireworks. Mommy, it's alien invasion. Of course it is. I'm killing them. I'm killing them straight. Let's get tall up, blood. They're quite sweet, really, aren't they? That looks triple the size. Right now, I feel like going home, locking my door, and playing FIFA. What were those things? Thinking probably aliens. What kind of alien would invade some council estate in South London? I'm just looking for a fight. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? What's wrong with you, man? You got two. Jesus, he looks about six. I'm nine and a half. <laughs> we need to get off the streets. Back in a block. Yeah. yeah. 
was. It's that was so fun. fun. I've never seen the trailer for that before. It's so I've never fun. even heard of this movie. I think until recently, I hadn't either. I I heard of it through Joel. Um, he gets far mm. too many mentions on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, let's stop talking, let's stop about, talking about our it. number one horror number respondent. One respondent. Um, uh, yeah, he he introduced me to this movie, and it's so fucking good. And yeah, I mean, I think like many people haven't heard of it, and it clearly didn't do great at the box office, but it's worth a watch. Have I mentioned? There's so it? many great, yeah, so many great one liners already. It's I could funny tell. and like genuinely funny. Um, I still wouldn't call it like a horror comedy, you know, but um. Mm-hmm. But it is very fun. It's just so fun. It's like fucking way fun. Okay. I'm just going to get right into it, Hen. What do you think? Let's just get right Let's into get right it. Into Let's it. just get right into okay. it. So you sort of got a feel for the the tone. This takes place in South London. Um, in the, So this big apartment complex, it clearly is – so the tagline for this movie, which is great, is inner city versus outer space. Um, so this is cool. inner city uh, – you know, a lot of tiny apartments in this in this big building. They call it the block. Um, mm-hmm. So, movie starts. We are up in the sky. We see a very bright, fast-moving shooting star pan down. We see we're um, in London. A woman gets off the tube. She's on the phone uh, with her mom, just saying, like, I know I haven't visited in a while. I Just normal mom conversation. Uh, she is walking home down the sidewalk. There are fireworks going off everywhere, which I guess is a thing on Guy Fox Night, which is a thing that I didn't look up at all. Um, that I have heard up before, but <laughs> Me, I, I don't know what it is. Something. I don't know what it sorry, is either. Sorry, British listeners. Um, so there are fireworks going off all over. She's it's a dark street. Honestly, any woman's most scary occurrence is just walking home alone um in general mm-hmm. so she's like a little on edge and she gets spooked by some fireworks and um so she's close to home she hangs up the phone sees in the distance a group of teen boys uh like in hoodies with their faces covered with little scarves on their bikes and she gets a little nervous uh, goes to sort of turn the other direction. Now some of them are behind her. This is clearly a setup. Uh, they mug her. Um, oh. And they take her phone, her her purse, uh, ring off her finger. She's sort of freaking out. They, uh, next to them immediately, this like something shoots down from the sky, like a fireball blasts into a car mm-hmm. next to them on the street, breaks all the windows, um, distracts them enough for her to get away from them. They still have her stuff, but she manages to get away. Uh, they, the boys, there's, okay, there are so many boys and so many names. Their names are, it's a- Yeah, there's, I was about to, I was thinking that while watching the trailer. I was like, dang, how is Emily going to keep all these people I'm going to try so and I'm probably going to get it wrong at some point. Um, it's a lot of, bo- it's five boys, friends. They're like a little group. Um, and you don't even learn their names for a while, I feel like. Also, they have very heavy accents. But okay, Moses <laughs> is John Boyega. He's our like main guy. Um, okay. Then we have... Dennis, uh, Pest, um, Jerome, and Biggs. Those are their names. Great. I'm going to call them the boys, I think, for most of this movie. Um, So the boys go to investigate what's going on in the car. 
they're like, oh, it was a firework. And some of the boys are like, no, that doesn't make sense. They look and Moses, who's kind of the leader, puts his head in the window. He's looking around and gets attacked. Something scratches his face, bursts out of the car and goes mm. running. Mm. Um. So he's pissed that he got his face cut and they're clearly like they're teens but that they're like think they're really tough and they're these inner city kids that clearly have sort of dealt with some shit it would seem um but so they're like mm-hmm. let's go after what the fuck was that like, let's get they say a lot of things in this movie like <laughs> trust believe like they're just like it's fucking cool i can't possibly do it justice but they're cool um so they they go after it moses at the lead um they find it it like tucked away in a little shed uh and moses goes in after it we see like lights and sparks and whatever fight little fight moment and moses brings it out he killed it they're all like oh, is it like small it's small like yeah. what size this, is it it's like god they keep calling it dobby which is fun um Oh, I love that. That's my spirit animal. Yeah, it, then you won't love that they kill. It doesn't look like Dobby. It doesn't actually look like Dobby. And it's bigger than Dobby, I'd say. It's about the size of a Gringotts goblin. Is that helpful? Mm, yeah, a little, yeah, a little heftier a than little the Dobby. A little heftier than the Dobby, than a house elf. Yeah. Um, but small, Got nonetheless. It. And these okay. are, you know, they're like 15. Um, mm-hmm. And so, oh, and we know that Moses has a knife on him. He used it when he was mugging. He didn't hurt her, but he, like, pulled the, the knife out to intimidate the woman when he was banging her. So they're they're equipped to, to deal with this thing. So beat it up. They pull it out, and they're all like, whoa, what is it? Oh, it's, we, it's a new species. And they're, like, really excited. <laughs> um, they drag it home with them. They, like, tie um, one of their belts around it, like, under its arms, and are just, like, dragging this thing through the street. They think it's really cool. They think they're so fucking tough. Um Oh God! So they're like, we're gonna, t- we need to take it to to Ron. He like loves Nash. I really need to do this without the accents. This is gonna be so annoying. I don't know. I'm enjoying oh, okay, it. They're like, he's always watching like National Geographic. So they're trying to bring it to their friend Ron to see if he knows what the fuck this animal is. Um, upon entering the the block, um, they run into a group of teenage girls. They're clearly friends. Um, Moses is clearly into one of them a little bit. There's like a little back and forth. This, a fun thing about this movie that I, that is, we've talked about in other horror movies that center around kids is adults are like not present at all. Um, we have a Mm -hmm. brief Mm -hmm. moment of like seeing some parent figures, but it's so small. Um, so it really is like these kids seem to be living pretty unsupervised. Um, and they have their Mm -hmm. own little group um so they run into the girls and the girls think that the alien is gross but they're like showing it off and they think it's so cool and they're like oh moses you killed that that's wild um then there are these two little kids you saw them in the trailer these two little boys who ask to be called probs and mayhem <laughs> and they're like cool clearly look up to this group of teens and the teens don't take them seriously and they're like probs and mayhem you're like little boys like no those aren't we're not calling you that um they go to get on the elevator to go up to Ron's, uh, run into this, like, super nerdy white guy uh, who, like, is waiting before them. The elevator goes to get on. They all come in and, like, take the elevator. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll get, I'll get the next one. No problem. Um, 
So we're getting a feel for like the vibe of this crew. They think they're hot shit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we see that the woman they had mugged um, has made it home safely. She is talking to the police about her attackers and describing they were they were young teens. They had scarves on their faces, hoodies, bikes. So we go to Ron. He is uh, he's he played the partner in Hot Fuzz. He's like a he you saw him in the trailer. He's like long hair in this. He's like the only adult oh, yeah, we yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. He's yes. a, a weed salesman. Salesman? What would you call him? Got he it. Grows weed and sells weed. We- <laughs> uh, maybe the door-to-door salesman. A weed salesman. <laughs> a weed salesman. A weed dealer. A weed dealer. Right? I don't know. I'm very cool. Um, <laughs> a weed salesman. So, <laughs> Emily. Uh, <laughs> so they're like having, you know, they're all talking and showing off the alien to Ron. They're debating how they're going to sell it and make money off of it. Like, this is some new species. So fucking cool. Um, the guy from the elevator, the nerdy white guy, shows up. He's like a, a – he wants to buy weed from from Ron. His name is Brewis. From the salesman. Um, that He just, you know, is a character. So I'll introduce him. His name is Brewis. Um, okay. So Moses asks Ron. Um, he's like, can we leave the alien in the weed room? While we figure out what to do with it. It's the safest place in the block. Uh, we'll just lock it up in there. And Ron's like, oh, I don't know. You'll have to ask Hi-Hats. Uh, and so hi, it's, this is Hi-Hats operation. And Hi-Hats apartment in the block. Um, Ron just works for him. Um, Ron doesn't even live there. So Hi-Hats is there. They go into the weed room, which is like, you know, essentially an indoor greenhouse where they're growing all the weed. So we meet Hi-Hats and his friend, um, Hi-Hats is older, probably early 20s. Um, he basically allows Moses to leave the alien in there um, if he'll start selling drugs for him. Um, we get the feeling Hi-Hats is the kind of guy who's like, uh, for lack of a better term, this sounds very like, upper middle class white bullshit but like corrupting <laughs> the young people in the block like just <laughs> taking advantage of these kids not having very many opportunities and is like kind of part of the problem yeah, though I doubt he's he manipulative has opportunities available to him either but he's our, our villain as described in the trivia um, so it's too bad he has such a cool name Hi has a cool, cool name he also is like a fucking loser like he is listening to a song he recorded and like singing along to it when they come in he's like Moses isn't this song cool like he like sucks <laughs> um, yeah he sucks uh, but um, we he his friend this is just a funny moment his friend like comes up to the pup and is like oh bro you make that in school wow you've got mad skills with puppets <laughs> um, which is fun <laughs> but so <laughs> They they leave the alien there, um, and Hi Hats gives Moses uh, white, which I'm guessing is cocaine, right? Again, yeah, so- that cool. sounds that sounds right. Um, yeah, there you go. He's like, you're gonna sell this, sell this cocaine for me, sell this white. Um, so oh. Moses takes it and like puts it in his sock, um, and he's fucking excited. Like he comes out, and his friends are like, "Oh shit, you got made, man! You got made by Hi Hats. It's so great." He's gonna-. and so they're like excited that he's now getting to sell drugs for him. Um, mm. so as they're sort of celebrating, they look out the window because they see more like firebombs coming down from the sky. Um, and they're like, oh shit, there's more of them. And they are like, 
let's go fucking kill them. We're going to kill them all. Now they're like amped and confident. Um, so we do a fun little montage that each one of them goes down to their apartments and collects their what their weapons would be for getting this alien. Um, so one gets a bat. Another gets a chain. Uh, another gets a fuck ton of fireworks. And another mm-hmm. one gets his dog, who's like a little sort of pity looking dog. Um, so they go outside. They're following <laughs> where they've seen something come down to the ground. They see that it is like a huge meteorite. And in it is like a fossilized one of these aliens. Um, but it's mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fucking huge. And it does not look like the one that they killed. Like they can see from the, I don't know, shape of it in there that it was that this thing is like big and scary so they're mm. like oh you know what uh never mind uh, I, I i just want to go home um mm-hmm. is that when the fifa line happens yeah like i'm just gonna go home and play fifa <laughs> my accent's getting yeah worse, damn it um <laughs> but we hear a, a noise in the distance it sounds like it sounded like a, a screech or a roar or something bad and the dog runs away and the dog runs opposite direction down the hill as soon as it gets out of sight, we hear it yelp, and you better oh, believe that dog no. is dead immediately. I was hoping that the rules of dogs didn't apply in this basically action movie. No, they apply super no. hard. It happens so fast. You don't see it, but it's like, God damn it. It happens so fast. Um, oh. So then in the light, there's like, it's cool. It's nighttime, and there's fireworks, so you see like backlit over the hill. This, like, huge black furry... It looks sort of like the body of a gorilla. It's huge. Big, fluffy, black, black, black fur. Mm-hmm. Um, we see its form come up over the hill. We see two glowing eyes. And the boys mm-hmm. are like, oh, fuck. Then it <laughs> opens its mouth. Those were not eyes. They were glowing teeth a huge mouth of a bunch of glowing big teeth it roars cool the boys run away from it go back to the block um so those and then those little boys we see who want to be just like the the big boys probs and mayhem had followed them Mm -hmm. so now they've seen the creature they know what's up so they all Mm -hmm. run away as the boys are running on their bikes um Fleeing back to the block, they start getting chased by police because, again, they mugged a woman earlier. Mm. Um, in the pursuit, all of the boys except for Moses get away. The police tackle him and then they find the cocaine in his sock. Oh, no. Um, fuck. So they arrest him. They handcuff him. They put him in the back of their police van. They have like a van, white van. Um, the mm-hmm. woman who was mugged. Her name is Sam. She is in the front seat of the police, which I thought was interesting. Like, you would bring her on a pursuit? Do they do that in England? That's wild. But she's there. That doesn't make any sense. She's there. And yeah, she, no, she would want to go home. Okay, maybe she has to, like, go make a statement or something. Maybe or, like, the, like, bring you, but it wouldn't have taken that long yeah, for that weird. to happen. I don't know though. why she's there, but she is. Okay, she's there. She's Got there. It. So she IDs Moses and is like, Yes, he was one of them. And then she goes, and you know, all the rest of them are right up there. They're like literally standing on like one of those overpass bridges, all looking down. Um, 
But from up there, the boys can see that the alien creature has caught up with them and is behind the van. Uh, and they're trying to, they're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. The, they shut Moses, the, there's two police officers, both outside the van, shut the back of the van to get Moses in, immediately gets got. This, we just see, like, blood. Um, then, uh, so it's gotten both the police officers, Moses and Sam inside the van are freaking out. The alien jumps on top of the van and is, like, clawing and, like, very Jurassic Park, just, like, trying <gasps> to get in, like, desperate to get in the van. Um, so from oh. up on the bridge, the boys shoot a firework at the van, uh, under the van, to, like, make sparks and distract the alien, which mm-hmm. works. Um, Dennis, who's one of the boys, then uh, comes up to the van to get Moses out. The alien comes in. He kicks it in the face. Uh, then he just get, gets in the driver's seat of the van and, like, drives it to the block it's the bleakest time of the year so you know what that means we deserve to get cozy on the couch rewatch our favorite tiktok videos and drink a goddamn glass of wine if you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle you will love our next sponsor naked wines did you know that when you buy wine today most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging big budget marketing campaigns and tax that is crazy Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines however often you'd like for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
Um, okay. So now Dennis has the police van with Sam and Moses in it. Um, and the other boys, he says, like, meet us at the garage. So all, all the boys are heading towards the garage. Okay. So as they're driving into um, the garage, they smash front to front into Hi-Hat's car. Oh, so Hi-Hat is driving out of the garage uh-huh. or they just run into his parked car? No, no, no he's driving out. Um, with his friend. So okay. they, they smash into him and he's pissed because they're also in a police van and he's like, what the fuck is going on? Like you brought the, pol- you have a stolen police van and now you're going to get us fucking busted. Um, and they're breaking out and they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. There's fucking aliens, fucking aliens, man, fucking aliens. They're like freaking out. <laughs> and hi is like, say alien one more time. He's like so pissed. In the kerfuffle, um, they tell Sam, they're like, go back, go home, like, go to the block. Don't worry about this. So she runs away. Um, Hi-Hats pulls out his gun and goes to shoot Moses. And then all the boys pull out what? their little makeshift weapons. Yeah, he's pissed. He's like a, a very loose cannon, Hi-Hats. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Um, we. What is shooting Moses going to do? Just a, a, assert his authority. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. Uh, He's not a good guy. He's not a good guy. No. I'm getting that impression. You're getting that impression. That's the right impression. Um, Good. We then hear from the other side of the garage, this like an under-the-building parking garage, um, the alien screech. I'm going to call it screeches because it's very like, like that more so than a roar. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to call them screeches. Mm -hmm. We hear the alien screech. screeches. Um... And so Hi-Hat has his friend who's been with him, the guy who said the thing about puppets. And he's like, go, go look, check out what that is. Um, And so the guy like walks around the back of the car looking. He's like, there's nothing here. All of a sudden, alien attacks him, pulls out his throat. (gasps) Oh, no. He's very dead. Uh, And the boys and Hi-Hats manage to uh, run away. Um, run back uh, to get their bikes and get back in the block. We have this fun moment where um, this is Pest is his name. Uh, mm-hmm. He goes, you know what? I'm shitting myself, isn't it? But at the same time, this is sick. <laughs> um, which is fun. They like ride their their little like they're not motorcycles like motorbikes. They ride them back mm-hmm. like through the open doors of the front door of the lobby of their building and like one of them smashes into the elevator. It's fun. They're just like really trying to get in. The alien has caught on to them and is fucking chasing them. At this point, we don't really know how many there are, but it seems like more than one because it, they, they like keep seeing them. And they're all really big? They're all how really big. Are they? Every single one looks okay. like the big glowy teeth guy. We have seen no more of the little Dobby one. <laughs> Is that like a baby, a baby one? Oh, maybe I don't know, Henley. Oh, okay. I think she does. Um, that's true. I do, but in this moment of the film, we don't. We don't know. Um, we don't know. So it's chasing them. So they sort of all the boys sort of have to split up, and um, Biggs is getting chased, and he jumps into like a big dumpster. It's empty. He jumps into a big empty dumpster, shuts the lid. So he's being cornered by this one alien. Um, 
The other four manage to make it in the front door just in time as another one is pursuing them. Slam the door and, like, lock it, but it breaks through the glass and bites Pest in the leg pretty bad. Uh-oh. So they're, like, screaming and dragging Pest in back into the block where they see Sam, who lives on the first floor, like, unlocking her apartment. She sees them and is like, oh, fuck, not again, and, like, tries to lock them out. They burst into her apartment and are, like, just trying to hide out from the fucking thing. Um, she, oh, and they, re- they remember because they mugged her and they had looked at her ID. She's a nurse. So they're like, oh, you're a nurse. Mm-hmm. Like, help pest. He got fucking bit. And she, <laughs> she's pissed. These kids tried to fucking mug her. or They did mug her earlier. And so she, I don't know, remember exactly what she says. But she, like, curses at them a bunch. Says fuck a bunch. And one of the kids goes like, man, you've got potty mouth. <laughs> they're, like, very funny, <laughs> the things they care about. Um... <laughs> So eventually they convince Sam to take care of his leg. Um, so like, we saved your life. And she's like, oh, Jesus. Um, so while that <laughs> happens, we see that the at least one of these aliens has made it in and is walking down the first floor hallway. Walking. Ooh, like freaky. Creep. Well, not on two legs, but like gorilla style. That's how they move. They move like a gorilla. Um, but fast. Mm, okay. I guess gorillas are really fast. A gorilla Running after you would be fucking really scary. That would be scary. That would be really scary. Um, so we hear a thud in the hallway. Moses goes to look through the little door keyhole. And we see alien face roar right at it. Pretty good jump scare. Um, it breaks in. And we have a little fight back and forth. But Moses manages to stab it and kill it. With He has this knife that's like a fucking katana. It's like huge. Um, but so he manages. What's a katana? Is that like a machete, basically? It's like a. I, I think it's that. yeah, like but it's a machete. I think God, listeners are gonna be like you fucking idiots. Um, but it's I know, but it's sorry. like longer than wide. It's like, lo- it's sword like. Oh, okay, like a saber. Yeah, but like like a sword. Yes, but like like a blade on one side. It's basically just a really big knife, like a really big knife. Got it, got it. That would have been better. It's a big knife. (laughs) Um, It's it's a big-ass knife. He manages to stab it, and it dies. Um, So, again, in that commotion, Sam tries to sneak out of her apartment, get away from them. She's, like, halfway down the hallway. The boys walk out of her apartment, and, like, all the lights start going off down the hallway. So she turns around, sees the guys, and is like, Fuck. Okay, I'm sticking with you guys. You owe me now. You have to fucking keep me safe. Um, mm. And so Moses says, like, better get a weapon. So she's part of the crew now. Oh, cool. What's her weapon going to be? She That's gets like a fun. regular knife, a big knife to be sure, but a knife <laughs> that a regular lady would have in her kitchen. <laughs> the biggest normal okay. knife she can find. Cool. Um. Okay. So outside, we see now Hi-Hats has two friends come and meet him. They give him another gun, I guess, um, Mm. and pick him up in a van because his car is fucked and he's pissed. Uh, Now he's like out for blood. He wants to kill Moses. He's like really fucking pissed off. Um, Oh, okay. So then Biggs, who's in the dumpster, 
calls mm-hmm. his friends. And another funny running bit through this, I mean, it's 2011, is that like none of them have enough cell phone minutes to like keep calling and texting each other. That's that is um, good. So Biggs is in the dumpster and he's like, I've been calling you for fucking ever. Calls Dennis. Dennis is like, call everyone you know and just let them know what's happening. So from the dumpster, Biggs is just like calling everyone to tell them what's going on. They call the girls. Uh uh, and they're having like a, I thought a very fun sort of classic girls night. They're like in one of their bedrooms. They're reading magazines. They're all like sitting on the bed, hanging out. And he calls and is like frantic about these aliens. And they're all like, okay, and hang up. And it's fun. Um, the boys show up at their apartment. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, sorry. One thing before that is uh, the little boys run into them in the hallway. Props and mayhem. And they're like, we want to okay. fight with you. Come on, let's get the aliens. And they're like, no, you are tiny children. They have a water gun and a little pistol. <laughs> um, and they take the little pistol from one of them. And he's like, hey, that's my cousins. Um, and so they're like, no, tiny children, you, you can't. They're small. One of them says he's nine and a half, but the other one's probably like seven or eight. They're like really little. Um, mm-hmm. So they go up to the girl's place um the girls are like not taking them seriously like how high are you like what the fuck they're not aliens um and they're like how do you know this fucking girl um who's with you or she's older than them like oh i didn't know you started dating your teacher moses or like whatever and she's like no actually they fucking mugged me earlier tonight and the girls are really upset with the boys for mugging a woman and Good. Um, as they should be. Yeah, they're like, and oh, you, guys the, are, yeah. you always cause trouble. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, and then this is where yeah, we get into some good social commentary. Uh, Sam is like, uh, Sam is white, by the way. That feels worth mentioning. Um, oh, okay. So Sam says, like, hey, we should call the cops. Like, we can't possibly deal with these aliens on our own. Um, and all everyone else in the room is like, you think that's going to fucking help? You think the cops are going to fucking help us here in the fucking inner city? Um, mm-hmm. And we get this great mm-hmm. speech from Moses. Uh, I wrote it down. He said, I reckon the feds sent them anyway. They call the cops the feds in this movie. I don't know. I mean, it's a British thing. But I reckon the feds sent them anyway. Government probably bred those creatures to kill black boys. First, they sent drugs, then mm-hmm. guns. Now they send monsters to get us. They don't care, man. We're not killing each other fast enough, so they decided to speed up the process. Oh, that's fucked Which up. Which is fucked up. And also I was like, yeah, I get it. I get yeah. feeling that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So <sighs> one of the girls, her name's Tia, she goes to open the blinds, and we see there are two. This is up on, like, I don't know what floor, but high. Um this mm-hmm. is a, like a 20-story apartment complex. Um, we see two aliens clinging to the outside of the window. They crash through. Dennis, who took the gun off the little boy, is like, oh, I got this. Goes to shoot them, and it was a toy gun. Oh, and you hate to see it. one of them gets him, and he, he dies. Oh, Dennis. Sorry. Um, Sorry to see you go, They Dennis. then start to go for Moses. Uh, Tia grabs a floor lamp, smashes the light bulb, and starts, like, shocking the alien with it, which fucking rules. 
Um, it follows her and another girl into the girl's bedroom, and they start beating the shit out of it with ice skates. <laughs> the blades of oh, ice nice. skates, which is so cool. Um, it's like, I what would a teenage girl use to attack a fucking alien? I guess an ice, ice skate blade. Um, mm-hmm. So they're attacking one of them. The other one is still coming for Moses. He has his knife. He, like, draws it back, and it gets stuck in the wall behind him. So he's, like, trying to pull mm-hmm. it out. The thing is coming for him. And then it, just in the nick of time, a blade comes up through its neck into its head and kills it. And it was Sam. Okay. Um, oh, my God. They're going to be they're going to be friends. I think they're the going to be friends by like. the end of this. I think they're going to be friends. Meanwhile, we see Hi-Hats has found the two little boys, Probs and Mayhem, and is like, hey, where um, where's Moses? Uh, and fuck hi hats. Fuck hi hats. Why isn't it hi hat either? Why isn't it? Why is it plural? I don't know, but I looked it up because I hi-hat. thought it was hi hat, and it is hi hats with a z at the end. Oh, okay. That's his name. Don't wear it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean? How do you wear? What is that about? That's my name. Don't wear, Don't it, wear out. it out. Like, what is that? I guess like you're not allowed to say my name more than I say you're allowed to say my name. Very right. Yes, that's yes. That's that's it. I think like my name shouldn't be. Yeah. In your don't wear mouth. it out. Like, don't you kind of like want someone to say your name? I think that I love like, for people to say my name. <laughs> like, I, like, doesn't it feel nice to be recognized? You know, yeah. it does. It's like validating. It's really validating. Well, well, um, okay. Upstairs, the the group is realizing at this point, like, the aliens are coming. It's not just a coincidence. They're fucking coming after them. They are coming after Moses because he killed the the Dobby one. And um, Tia says, actions have consequences, Moses. Everywhere you go, bad things happen. Damn. That sucks. So uh, they they decide to split up. The girls are like, we're staying the fuck away from y'all. I think they they run out and like I think leave the the block. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so the boys go. Oh my God, I just have like so much cash in my mouth. What the fuck? Where did it come from? <laughs> um, um, for, wait for listeners. I just want you to know that Mabel has been like walking around and trying to sit on Emily this whole time. I've seen shots of Mabel's butt so, so many times. times. It's yeah, like just her little butthole, just right up in the camera. Mm-hmm. I love I love Mabel so much. She's really great, but really annoying, isn't that? Ain't that she's just so the, annoying? Ain't that just the way? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the boys go to get on the elevator. The elevator opens, and it's Hi-Hats and his two friends. And mm-hmm. Hi-Hats just straight up starts shooting at Moses. What the fuck? Um, at which point, an alien emerges, uh, which distracts Hi-Hats for a minute. And the boys fucking run the opposite direction. But Hi-Hat starts shooting at the alien. So then the alien starts going for Hi-Hats. Um, and quick, Hi-Hats is like very confident at first. Shoots at it a few times. It doesn't fucking react. And so then he hightails it back to the elevator with his friends. Just before the door is shut, the fucking alien gets through. Elevator door is closed. And we just hear screaming. Oh, my God. That's it for Hi-Hats. Karma's a bitch. Karma's a bitch. Um, 
So they must be on, I think they're on the 19th floor, which might be the top floor. This is where Hi Hats lives. This is where the weed room is. Um, Mm -hmm. So we see Brewis, good old Brewis, then is leaving Ron's after a a lovely night of, of getting very, very stoned. And he calls the elevator. It opens. It is full of blood. We see Hi Hats, two friends on the ground. The alien on the ground and high hats covered in blood walks out of the elevator. <gasps> what? No. Yeah. So high hats is no. still alive. He got one of the fucking no. aliens. Um, okay. Well, at least an aliens, Dunzo Bunzo. Dunzo Bunzo. Um, I think I've messed up a few little details here about how we how we get here but Bruce is freaking out he gets in the other the mm-hmm. other elevator the boys run in with him they must not be on the top floor yet because they're like we need to go to the weed room um and this whole time i think Bruce has been trying to fucking get away but it just it, he's just stuck here for the night um mm-hmm. outside the little boys are like poised with their fake little weapons like Oh man, we missed all the action. Oh, they're all gone. What a bummer. And then they look up at the block and they're like, oh fuck. And we see so many of them climbing, like scaling the outside of the building. Like so many. Just fully climbing the outside of the apartment complex. Oh no. We get to floor 19. Our goal, the weed room. And the elevator doors open, and we hear alien sounds at, like, the far end of the hall. So the boys are like, let's fucking shoot fireworks down at the end of the hall. Which is a great idea on the one hand. But they do it, and then the whole hallway just fills with smoke, so they can't really see. <laughs> okay. So it's a it's a fucking super cool shot. It looks amazing because there's like crazy lights coming from the fireworks. It's smoky. So they start walking down the hall. Um, they have their weapons out, but they can't really see each other and they can't really see where they're going. We have sound sort of from all over the place. Like it's getting echoey. We hear aliens. We hear the, the friends. Um, at one point, Jerome, who's one of the boys... Uh, ends up getting separated from the rest of them and then sort of gets turned around and he can't tell where he is or where he's supposed to be going. Um, His friends are calling for him, but they the sound, it's like, again, like, it's just pure chaos. Um, Mm. So Pest realizes, he's with the group and he realizes, like, where the fuck is Jerome? So he turns around and goes back to try to get him. Again, can't really see where he's going. All of a sudden, he gets grabbed on the ankle. We see that it's Jerome, and his face is fucked up. And then Jerome oh, no. gets yanked back, fucking oh, eaten no. by the alien. Pest is getting pulled with him, manages to get away. They make it to the stairwell. Um, Moses makes a look, like, turns around like he's going to fucking go after the alien for killing Jerome. And his friends are like, Moses, come on, come on, come on. Don't do that. Don't do that thinks better of it runs with his friends so it's like i feel like one of the first moments of us being like oh okay moses is like learning uh from his mistakes a little bit he's being a little more mature a little more responsible 
Okay, slight character development here. This is what we like to call character development Mm -hmm. and growth. (laughs) Um, They get to Ron's door and they knock. and So now we've got our crew has dwindled down to Moses, uh, Mm -hmm. Pest, Pest? Sam, and Brewis. Mm -hmm. Biggs Mm -hmm. is still in a dumpster. And we've lost Dennis and Jerome. So they get to Ron's door and they're like, Ron, let us in, let us into the weed room. And we see Ron's like, "Mm, he like opens the door a crack and is like, I don't know. No, maybe I don't know. And we see from behind him that Hi-Hats is in there waiting with his gun drawn. Uh, So the kids eventually like push their way in and then Hi-Hats was fucking waiting for him. And Hi-Hats gives a speech of like, this Moses, this is all your fucking fault. You killed that thing. You brought aliens to the block. Um, and as he's giving his speech, holding a gun to Moses's head, his back is to the window. And we see like 13 of those fucking aliens all like in a circle around him outside the window. And... Moses and the the boys are like, um, hi hats, fucking aliens behind you, and he's like, don't distract me, like, fuck no, um, all then the aliens break in through the window, the kids manage to run down the hall, get into the weed room, and all these aliens fucking converge on hi hats and like tear him up. It's oh gnarly. Um, oh no, for a movie that's really honestly not that scary, those moments are like pretty gross like every time a creature gets they're someone, really brutal it, they really do it gross um so in the weed room moses is reckoning with the choices he's made um he says to mm. sam like you know we never would have mugged you if we knew that you lived on the block like we would have totally left you alone and she says so it would have been fine to mug me if i didn't live here like you're okay with mugging uh, like outsiders and Pest goes like, geez, ma'am, he's trying to apologize. You're, you're sensitive. <laughs> Just very funny. Um, that he's also kind of into her. And he's like, you got a boyfriend? They're like 15. She's an adult. You got a boyfriend? She says, yes. Well, where is he? Because he doesn't seem to really be looking after you tonight. She's like, he's in Ghana. Um, he's like, what, what, what's you dating an African man? She's like, no, he's there helping uh, helping kids. Um, he's like, can't help the kids of Britain. And like, honestly, making like a lot of statements about through these like kids who don't know what the fuck they're talking about of like, yeah, like this whole, they're clearly this whole population of, of kids is like being ignored and left to fucking squalor. Yeah. Fend for themselves. Yeah. Um, Moses walks up to the little Dobby corpse that they've left in the weed room and he's looking at it and sees that it is glowing in the UV light. Mm. And he is also glowing. Like he's got like spots all over him, essentially. Mm. Um, And Brewis, who we learned earlier, like took a zoology class or something in college. Okay. Like dropped... Wait, is he the one that loved National Geographic? Ron is the one who loves National Geographic. (laughs) Oh, but then Bruce was there when they first came in, and and Bruce was like, "Oh, this is cool. I took his zoology class." Um, (laughs) So 
Brewis goes like, oh, I'm not going to do this in the accent. Maybe I will. Okay. He's um, <laughs> like, maybe it's like pheromones. You know, that's a female and the others are males. It's like, maybe oh. they drift through space like spores and whichever planet the female lands on leaves a trace for the males to find her and breed. Like bees. You love that, Henley. Like beetles, like moths. I love it. Um, oh, wow. So that was so bad. I hated that I did that. I Honestly, I, I loved okay. it. I think – and also what a genius theory for him to come up with. I know, and it's that fun because he's like course. so high. Like they, they mentioned so many times that he is like deliriously high. But – it's a great fucking theory. Um, mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, man, this is the best. This is the best info we have to go on. And so Moses goes, if if they're drawn to the scent, he realizes he's like everyone who got killed, murked is what he says, had that scent on them t- or touched the thing. Mm. Dennis, Jerome, they've been after me. Like if if they're coming after the scent, maybe I can use it to draw them somewhere. And they go, to do what? And he goes, to blow them up. And he goes, I killed that thing. I brought them in the block. I've got to finish what I started. That one was oh, better. Oh, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so, cut to Probs and Mayhem, the little boys, are mm-hmm. up on a like little bridge. There's like all these outdoor stairwells and stuff in this apartment complex. So they're up on one of those overlooks looking at the one uh the alien outside the dumpster where biggs still is um this whole Mm -hmm. i I was thinking earlier about the actor who got that role being like so for the whole movie i'm in the dumpster (laughs) they get to do fun stuff and i'm in the dumpster okay um so (laughs) the the kids are like they've got their water gun positioned at this alien and um, they're like, okay, I'll spray him. Probs is like, I'll spray him. And then you hit him with the firecracker. And and uh, Mayhem is like, what if what if we miss? And he's like, we won't. What if we die? And then Probs goes, no one is ever going to call you Mayhem if you keep acting like such a pussy. <laughs> um, so they start spraying it with the spray gun. I'm like dousing it from up there and it's already sort of like annoyed that it's oh also I should mention and didn't before these things are blind they have no eyes it, they're a body and teeth oh. okay um, got it so yeah somehow we discovered at some point they do not have eyes um, so it's spraying it and it's like overwhelmed and is trying to figure out what the fuck is going on they shoot the firework at it and it lights the fuck up. They were shooting gasoline out of their spray gun and blitzed oh, the thing to death, genius. which is so smart. And they're fucking pumped and they're like, yeah, all right, it's a block, yeah. And um, they like are running like back into the block. They're feeling like, we're not scared of anything. And then they run into a bunch of police officers who are like, oh, fuck. And they run away and jump into the same dumpster that Biggs is in. Um, mm, mm-hmm. And they're like, this fids out there. And they're like, oh, okay, well, okay, well, they, what did they say? I love the things. They, they have all these cool, like, trust, believe. Like, think they just say stuff like that at the end of all their sentences. And I wish I could remember what it is, but it's cool. Uh, but so he gets in the, the 
dumpster with him and Biggs had like looked up and seen the thing on fire and so he's like you guys set that thing on fire and I'm like yeah and he goes this is very sweet he goes it's probs and mayhem right and they're like yeah they finally earned their nicknames (laughs) cute um so we cut to the weed room and we see that they have dressed Sam in uh, Bruce's clothes. He had like mo- like multiple layers, like big a hoodie. So he's she's wearing his hoodie and his pants, and they're like moving the UV light like up and down to make sure she has no pheromones mm-hmm. on her. She's clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moses gives her her phone back and her ring that they had taken when they mugged her. Um, and. He's like, you know what you're going to do? You're going to go down one floor, 191. Uh, call me when you got there. And she says, you don't have to do this, Moses. And he says, yes, mm-hmm. I do. So mm-hmm. she goes out. Very scared. They're all still in there. Like fucking more than 10 of these aliens. Um Mm. And she and they don't know if their theory is correct. So she's like very like tiptoeing through the apartment, walking past them and realizing like, yeah, they are not coming after her. They don't even fucking know she's there. Makes it out of the apartment, makes it down to this is Moses apartment, walks in, Mm -hmm. calls him and sees when she walks in. There's like pizza boxes on the floor. It's it looks like it's the apartment that a 15-year-old lives in alone. And she asks, like, mm-hmm. who do you live with? He says, my uncle. Um, and she's like, do you know, like, is he going to come home while while this is happening? He's like, no, he comes and goes, mostly goes. Like, uh, basically, Moses lives alone. She looks in the he bedroom and sees, um, like, the only thing on the bed. It's like a bare bed with, like, a sleeping bag on it it's like a spider-man sleeping bag and she's like you have a little brother and he goes no and she says how old are you he goes 15 she's like oh you look older he says thanks (laughs) um so it's just like really sad like we're not surprised but it really reveals why he's this way and and like um she's really starting to see it yeah um so he talks her through. He's like, okay. Uh, like, she, like, closes, they like, opens these cabinets. They're blocking a wall. He's like, turn on all the gas. And then he's like, now, and then get out of the block. Get as far from the block as you can. She tells him, good luck. Um, oh, God. We see up in the weed room, Moses has a backpack on. With the fucking alien Dobby corpse strapped to the back of it. So he's like essentially wearing the corpse like a backpack. Uh huh. And sort of steals himself. They open the door. He shoots two firework rockets out the door as a diversion and then just fucking runs for it. And it's like in slow mo mm-hmm. and he's like jumping over the furniture and running out and it's really well done because they're like on his heels they do a good job of showing that this is insane and it's not like an easy thing that he has set himself up to do 
but he makes mm-hmm. it down the stairs into his apartment where he, um, like, as soon as he gets in, he throws the backpack into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. All of the aliens run for it. He goes up to the window, which is, like, open. It's like a balcony. Gets a firecracker out, goes to light it, and it, like, won't light. And he keeps trying to get the lighter to go, and it won't light, and it won't light. The aliens turn to him, realizing that this is a fucking dead body, (laughs) and start to go for him. In the last second, the firework, he lights the firework, and it just fucking blows up. Like, huge boom Fire, blast, smoke out the window. Your classic kaboom, you know? With him in there, did he blow himself up? So we're outside. We cut to outside down on the ground where, I mean, there's been a whole bunch of fucking commotion in this block tonight. So there's there's police everywhere. Most of the residents are out on the sidewalk looking up, like, you know, caution taped off, not being able to get close. They see this explosion happen. They're all looking through the smoke, through the smoke, and they see Moses hanging on the side of the building, uh, grabbing onto, like, someone had, like, a big Union Jack flag outside of their balcony, and so he's, like, hanging on to that, which feels like symbolism. I don't know. He's, al- he's alive! Um, so he manages, he's, like, right near another balcony, pulls himself up uh, into the apartment, so he has managed to be safe. Okay. Um, Pest, Ron, and Bruis, meanwhile, make their way uh, out, of, out of the building. They're, like, going down the hallway. And it's smoky on their floor, too. And as they're, they're walking up, they sort of draw their weapons. They see some uh, figures um, through the smoke. Mm-hmm. And Bruis goes, is it more monsters? And Pest says... Sort of. And it's a fucking SWAT team. That is the oh, commentary. Of course. <laughs> so they get arrested. Down on the bottom floor, Moses exits the elevator, and it's the elevator that's full of, like, blood and dead bodies. Um, nice. Cops are right there. They tell him, you know, put your hands on your head. He still, mind you, is wearing, he has, like, the handcuffs Earlier, he was cuffed, and they, like, snapped. His friend snapped the middle part, so his mm-hmm. hands could be separate, but he still has the fucking cuffs on his hands. Puts his hands on his head. We see all of them getting brought out of the building. Um, Pest, Ron, and Bruis are all, like, resisting arrest. They're like, don't touch me. And, like, Bruis says, I know my civil liberties. I'm a member of fucking Amnesty. Which is funny. <laughs> Bruis is also white. That, I mentioned that, right? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Bruce is fight. But Moses is just like going quietly, like not making a fuss, very stoic. It's mm. like he fucking gets it. Um they they mm. put them all in the police van. Um Biggs, who's now out of the dumpster, is yelling at the cops, like, why do you always arrest the wrong people? Um, the police question Sam. They're like, Don't be intimidated by these these guys. Are these the had they been causing trouble tonight? And she defends them and is like, No, these they're my, she says a really nice thing, which is like, they're my neighbors. They protected me. Um, mm. Then we see the entire block, like the residents of the block who are out on the sidewalk start chanting, Moses, 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 oh. Moses. 
And we cut to inside the police van where Pest and Moses are sitting across from each other. And Pest goes, Moses, listen, it's for you. <laughs> and we go to Moses and he just listens, smiles, credits. <gasps> That's the That's end? The end. Oh, my God. Oh, that was really good. It's so good. That was really good. It's so good. And, like, in rewatching it, when it got to the end and they were getting arrested, I started to get it. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is going to be one of those horror movies where it ends really badly, like they do. Right. Uh, And what's interesting is, like, I do think the continuation of this story is Moses probably gets goes to jail or Nami's a minor still but like I don't think he's getting out of what happened there tonight he's an inner city kid Mm -hmm. uh but what I really like what mattered to him was the block he like talks so much about like this is our block that like I wouldn't have mugged you if I knew you lived here like they're like they cling to theirs so strongly so it is Mm -hmm. still a happy ending because the at least for this moment in time, because the block fucking loves him now. And like, mm-hmm. he was like a, mm-hmm. a sort of a shitty misfit at the beginning. And everyone was like, you bring problems everywhere you go. And by the end that he like fucking saved the block, um, which is really, yeah, cool. he proved, he proved to himself that he's a fucking badass. He you know, he grew up, he realized and he's obviously, yeah, he's grew up. He's obviously very brave, much much braver than than myself. Much braver than me. He's brave as hell. <laughs> definitely, definitely would not be able to do pull off what he pulled off. Wait, so I have a technical question. Yeah. Did he kill all the aliens in that one fell swoop? Um, I think I think the answer is yes. Um, okay. I think the answer is yes. It, it there were probably ten ten ish in actual ten to fifteen, mm-hmm. um, and he. I mean mm-hmm. he blew up that apartment so i think yeah and he shot the the he, so they the he like probably honestly in the real world should have died as well he got blasted out of the mm-hmm. window and was able to like cling on a few stories below um but mm-hmm. they were all in the kitchen where she had turned all the gas she had like opened the oven and right. turned all the gas way up so they were like right there um so i think the assumption is yes that they all died Wow, what a fun movie. It's I so really enjoyed hearing about fun. that. It's so fun. It was riveting. And like, I guess, I, I mean, I, it could be a horror movie. A lot of children die. I was like surprised in the rewatch of like, oh no, they like, they kill, they die. They like, these teenagers die pretty badly, pretty quickly. Um, it's so good. And John Boyega is so wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. So wonderful. Yeah, and I he, love him. It's like, uh, you know, I, it's the film makes such a so many important statements, and it's such good social commentary. And like, John Boyega, I know, has been like extremely outspoken, especially during Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. stuff in this past summer. And I just think he's really fucking cool. And it was cool to go back and watch this movie again now, like knowing more about him and seeing him in more things. Like, what a fucking cool start to your career. Yeah. It's too bad this didn't do better. I'm really curious to see it now. I think it would be. I think you should. I think you would like it. 
I think I would like it too. I want to, I mean, I basically just want to see it so I can hear all those adorable They're accents. They're great. The accents are great. It's also, it's short. It's like an hour 22. It's honestly mm-hmm. goes by so fast mm-hmm. and just gets like right in it. Um, it's so mm-hmm. good. It's really, really fun. Highly recommend it to any listeners. It is not too scary. It's a perfect early November movie, as we have yeah, realized. It takes place on November 5th. Wild. Um, oh, my God. Emily, yeah. thank you so much for telling me about it. I had such a good time. I loved every second. You're welcome. And um, you are such a good storyteller. Oh, I'm You and Sammy, no Sammy never cease to impress me. Listeners, if you're still uh, seriously, here. Seriously, though. If you stuck around after we said that Sammy was gone, thank you so much. Thank you for getting to the end of this podcast. We love you so much. Is there a fun? I guess there's so many fun voices in this. What should we say? That was Australian. So so many. I can't do it. I can't do it. Trust. They say that a lot. Trust. Trust. Believe. Believe. Trust. Trust. Like instead of saying like yes, they're like trust. It's like. Did you get that Trust. thing? Trust. Which is fun. What? And, and instead of saying like TH, they say like F. So it's like whiff. Whiff. Yeah. Like with. Whiff. Whiff. I right? that thing in the blog. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, you know, from all, all two of us here this week at TSCW, <laughs> uh, goodbye. Trust. Goodbye. Trust. Goodbye. <laughs> It's really bad. It's perfect. Oh, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. You made it through without Sammy with all of my accents. You really are a hero. If you're liking the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, rate and review. You can follow us on social media at TSW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Become a patron on Patreon at patreon.com slash TSW Podcast. And guys, I'm recording this. In, in less of the past the election's been called it's joe biden i'm so freaking happy and oh i just can't wait i just can't wait to talk to you guys next week and every week from here on out breathing a big old sigh of relief and uh, i'll talk to you then love you bye